Utah and they, they just couldn't get into Yeah, well, um, so part of that is, is uh, I think um, Utah State had a good good plan, good scheme. I, I don't want to say like we just didn't do it. They, they're a good team. And defensively, they did good things up front. So um, I think a mixture of that, and then we really didn't help ourselves up front but uh, in the run game. But uh, the, the truth is they, they, they stuffed us, you know. Uh, we felt like we in, in in three games we had an identity of running the ball and um, need to find uh, evaluate everything and find find you know what what we're about. Kind of follow up on that. Is Squally anywhere near 100 percent right now as far as health is concerned? No, Squally had the um, um, Squally was out of the game. Um, I can't remember exactly when it was, but yeah, he was able to uh, unable to return. Yeah, looking at the fundamentals of it, I mean, if I were to look right now without seeing the film, we missed a lot of tackles, you know, so um, uh, that that's not going to help you when you're missing tackles and with their defensive scheme, trying to minimize gains. And um, a lot of that is I thought they, Utah State did a good job of getting our, their guys in space against our guys, and, and we failed to, to tackle them consistently, you know, so it allowed drives to keep going. And... Um, the, the quarterback is a great quarterback. I was really impressed with him, just poised and and um, just ran the offense really well. And so uh, just, you know, caused us to struggle a bit on defense. You said you used multiple fronts in this game. Was it just a matter of you just trying to find something that was effective? Um, on, on we defense. did. Yeah, we were just, uh, I mean, we play an odd front quite a bit too. And then and, um, four-man front, so we, we'll, we'll go between the two. Um, really just trying to... Um, Find a way to disrupt, be disruptive up front, but you know they they with their RPO game, it's a really good scheme, um, especially when the quarterback's got time to throw it and read everything. And it's a it's like a it's a triple option, but with just a, a spread scheme, you know. And it's really difficult when the quarterback's like he's he's, he's just on top of it. And, and um, like I said, I was really impressed with him and their coaches and the scheme that they had. And we didn't help ourselves with some of the mistakes that we made as a team, but. Defensively, I'm going to look at the missed tackles first. That's something that we can correct right now, and then look at the film, and, and we'll evaluate everything on defense, offense, and special teams, and see, um, you know. And then I'll, I'll be, able, be able to answer more questions probably on Monday. But that's after the game. That's the one thing that I thought stood out the most. Were there conversations to insert Zach at quarterback earlier in the second half at all? As we go through the, um, all our positions, you know, if. if uh, that's, that's kind of what, how we evaluate everything is um, who's playing at, at all the positions. So quarterback would be another one, and we compete every week with it. So we, for us, everything gets evaluated. And I can't expl- I don't know exactly when the, the, the talk came about Zach or anything like that. I, I'm not sure when he entered the game. It was at the end. I don't know how much time was left, roughly six minutes or so. Um, but, yeah, this there's, there's a lot of things that, that we have to evaluate, and that's every position, scheme, all that stuff, and see where, where things broke down. But I say that with the fact that Utah State played a great game, and they're a great team, and, and uh, their only loss is to a ranked team and at their house, and uh, they came in here and, and, and gave us a good butt whooping. How big of a difference did it make that you weren't able to get points on that last drive there in the first half because you were trying to bounce back and yeah, I mean, e- even with the missed field goal, you know, I thought that uh, we still had some momentum. The the problem was the um, the opening kickoff in the second half; they just drove it down, 
and uh, made some big plays, and, and we weren't able to, to counter it, you know. And so um, the hole just got deeper from there. And um, yeah, just not the start that we wanted. And I know we made some mistakes that didn't help. Um, and that, that, that's unfortunate, but really couldn't climb, climb out of the hole after that. And, and credit to Utah State, they, they kept playing, they kept doing good things uh, on all three phases, and we couldn't match it. Waiting after that pick six, getting in a hole early on the heels of that you know tough loss last week. Um, I don't know. I don't think it was deflated. The guys kept believing, and we kept even on the last drive. The guys were upbeat. You know, this. Uh, I, th- I think the. Um, I guys still believe. I believe in our players. I believe. I, I just. You know, we talked about it in the locker room. We we we're not playing BYU football. We're not playing our style of football, and and, and our strengths. Not utilizing our strengths, and as we evaluate everything. Um, we have an extra day to really evaluate all of it, and um, from top to bottom, and and, and uh, get this thing right, so we can start on Monday and get a good game plan and everything ready for the Hawaii game. Despite the lackluster running game, what were your thoughts on Tanner having to throw the ball as much as he did? How you well, that that's uh, I'll have to evaluate it again. I'm looking at the numbers. He threw the ball quite a bit, and it's because we're in the hole and trying to put up points, you know. And, and um, yeah, that, that happens, and. and uh, um, yeah, I'll have to see what what the what the reads were and the plays and the routes and see how, and be able, to, be able to evaluate there to get, give you more info on that. How do you do evaluate how aggressive to be? Because it seemed like you were running a lot of base stuff and not blitzing very much defensively. Offensively, you came out and really tried to run, but it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. How do you evaluate when to start opening things up and really be more aggressive and take more risks? Yeah, that's always part of it. I mean, when you're dealing with triple option football on defense on the defensive side, it's really rough to. And I'm saying triple option with RPOs and all that stuff. It's really hard to just say blitzing is the answer. You know what I mean? Uh, we needed to tackle better. We got guys in the right spot, just didn't make the tackles. And and um, that's the one thing that I think we should have done better and that could 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 help us improve. And so um, if you're looking at, at, at scheme and all that, I'll evaluate all of that. And and um, again, th- there's nothing that that's there's nothing that I'm not open to. Right. So. Uh, all of it. I'm open to all of it being being evaluated, and um, that's my job as head coach is to make sure that that we perform better. We just have not played um, well enough as a team. You know, we had three really good games where I felt like we had an identity and, and knew what we were about, and then we we need to find a way to, to rally that back. Any other questions? You also said earlier that it was important that when a quarterback's comfortable in this scheme, it's very hard. You know, they, that you made a lot of really good plays. What do you have to do to keep quarterbacks from getting as comfortable as he was in this game? Well, I mean, his, his, if you're looking at 18 for 28 is, is, is 165 yards. It's the big plays and the third downs that could really help ourselves in the tackling. I mean, it, I, when, when the quarterback, and he did a good job getting rid of the ball so quick. When they're getting rid of the ball so quick, it's hard to say pressure is the answer. You know, it's, it's sound football and seeing the quick throws and three-step or the, or the RPO throw and, and then making the tackles. And that... From not being able to see the film, I'm telling you the tackles are the issues that, that, that cost us on defense tonight. Last question. How do you feel the pick six early in that game affected The first, the, the first, first pick six yeah, I mean, great play by Tipa. It was on the fourth down. Felt like we, we could get that, that fourth down. Um, you know, it just wasn't, wasn't, didn't work in our favor, and then we couldn't tackle him, and that just it started off bad. But I, I feel like we have the talent and the guys on our team and the belief to respond from adversity, you know, and 
uh, it was just too much for us to overcome. And, and like I said, credit to Utah State. They're a great team. Uh, I think Matt Wells and his coach staff did a great job getting those guys prepared, and we just couldn't get back into it. Thanks, Coach. All right, guys, thank you. All right, having uh, come upstairs from down at the Cougar locker room area and popped on the headset, BYU head coach Kalani Sitake now joining us here on the Cougar postgame coaches show. Kalani, rough night. I think it was the first thing you said downstairs was rough night. Yeah, just uh, not what we uh, expected, not what I expected from our team. And um, uh, thankful that we had a lot of fans here and, um, you know, just disappointed in the result, obviously. But, um, yeah, just uh, just a lot of soul-searching right now. And um, just, you know, um, just wish, wish it would have been different. But uh, uh, have to evaluate everything and get back to it and, and uh, get back to work and, uh, we have a game, you know, uh, take that extra day to get prep and get, make sure we get ready for Hawaii because Hawaii's going to come in here and, and they score a lot of points and uh, we have to find a way to, to win that game. We're midseason at 3-3 three and three right now and, um, you know, we, we we haven't played well enough and haven't even played a full game of BYU football like I like to see it. So that's going to be the goal, making sure to get that done next week. Kalani, you talked about it being unexpected from your guys. Uh, relative to what you expected from Utah State, did you see what you thought you would get? Um, yeah, just a lot. I mean, you know, the, the, uh, like I said, I thought they they were ready to play. Their guys' uh, um, quarterback was really impressive, uh, made some really good decisions, you know, and and uh, we just didn't help ourselves with the turnovers again. But um, that doesn't mean that, that – uh, we are the ones to blame, you know. The Utah State is a, a great team. I thought they played a great game and and played well enough to beat us. We didn't do our part and uh, wasn't competitive enough, not even close to what we were, were capable of doing. The thing that surprised me the most was the challenge that BYU had in running the football. It was, uh, boy, they shut things down early in the game. Uh, I thought that that was going to be something that you'd be successful at. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that in the second half, uh, for sure, and um, we're disappointed in our in our. I mentioned it after the in the post game that I just thought our tackling wasn't good enough, you know, and and uh, um, and thought that our D line should be a strength for us, and it wasn't uh, on defensively. So, uh, really need to get back to it. I, I that's the the blame is plenty there for all all uh, coaches and players, you know, myself included, um, but. Uh, I thought I thought defensively we would have, should have played with better technique and and um, tackling is a fundamental part of football and we didn't do that well enough and gave them a lot of second second chance but making making plays getting first downs and gaining more yards and that was the that was the issue on defense. Early in the game when it was still scoreless, uh, BYU got a 48 yard field. You got the short field uh, after an early early switch of, of field position. And it comes to a fourth and nine pretty quickly. Well, the play before it, Micah, I thought had the had the yards for a first down. I think he tried to make a play, and in making a play, may have come back of the line, and it sets up fourth and one. Fourth and one, you never think is going to turn into a pick six. Yeah, it was a unfortunate. I think great play by Tipa Naliai. You know, he made a great catch, and uh, you know, but uh, I have to see it on film again. It's just a, uh, you know, all we needed was half a yard. I'm not sure, but I think it was half a yard, and. Uh, that's something that we're struggling against right now with our fourth down. So, um, you know, looking back at it, that cost us seven points. We should just punt it the dang thing, you know. But uh, I, I have a lot of faith in our guys to get that much yard, that that sure. that yard or half a yard or whatever it is. And uh, you know, with the play call, throwing the ball, that's a risk you take. Throwing the pick, and 
fortunately we couldn't tackle him and a great play by him. Or incomplete, but the play would have been there. I, I do think that uh, El Bakri had a few steps on the defender, and if he just lobs the ball up and over, you got a chance to that you maybe pick up 15 or 20 and get things rolling. Yeah, th there's a lot of the hypotheticals that we could do through this game, and I'm looking forward to get to work right after this and making sure we try to find a way to put, put our guys in better position, and uh, that's why i, I got to do that as a head coach. In a game where you lose by, by 25, you know, you, there's no real sense in parsing every particular drive out of a game. It would have been nice had you been able to hit locker room, kind of like Seattle. It would have been nice had you not had to go down 21-zip at halftime to just put some points on the board right before the break to give yourselves a bit of a shot in the arm. It didn't happen. You went a scoreless drive uh, right before halftime, and it just uh, didn't give you the, the boost you needed or wanted there. Yeah, we need to find a way to get the belief up, you know, at halftime, and, and uh, you still have half a game left and, and uh, opportunity to still – uh, compete and, and um, thought our guys played hard. You know, we just gotta you just gotta find a way to get it clicking on all on all phases, special teams, defense, and offense, and um, just couldn't get it going. And, and I give credit to Utah State because they did a great job at at what they do, and, and they were able to get some yards and get some drives and get some points on the board. You've been outscored 38-7 uh, in the first quarter of games this year. Can you put your finger on what's happening early that just not putting you guys where you need to be? Uh, just need more sense of urgency to start the game right, and that's where I come in. That's that's my job. So I, um, you know, I, I I've talked to you about playing four quarters, and let's just start right. You know, so that, that's that's got to be a key. And um, there's a lot of things that I have to evaluate mm -hmm. in, in, uh, with the team with the extra day that I've been given, and so I'm going to take advantage of it and evaluate everything I possibly can from. Um, the top to the bottom, and, and um, make sure that we play better and sound football, play BYU football. We just haven't done it, and it's midseason, man. You know, yeah. so that's, that's like I said, that's my fault, and, and it's on me, and that's my job as a head coach is to, is to get that fixed. All right, we'll take a break. We'll continue our conversation with Kalani Sitake. Head coach is, uh, of the Cougars is with us as BYU falls to Utah State tonight by a score of 45-20. More with the coach next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back when Zions Bank first started, paperwork was more of a handshake, and a bank was judged by its commitment to community, integrity, teamwork, trust, and value. Fast forward 145 years, and those with Zions Bank still enjoy the same values. You can too. For established principles you can count on today and tomorrow, Zions Bank is for you. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. A division of ZBNA, member FDIC. 21 years ago, Martin's Collision Repair opened their first location in Orem. That's 21 years of offering service to repair your car after any accident. Hi, I'm Tiago Martins. At our facility, we offer auto body repair, interior repair, and auto painting. We're located on State Street in Orem and in Salem. Learn more at martinscollision.com. The right repair, the right paint, the right choice. Martin's Collision Repair. We work with all insurance companies. The right repair, the right paint, the right choice. Martin's Collision Repair. Home comes in all shapes and sizes. And whether you're looking to build your dream home, buy your move-in ready palace, or refi into a lower monthly payment and more available cash, America First has a home loan that will fit you perfectly. Stop by our branch or americafirst.com today to get started. Because with flexible terms, options tailored to your needs, and loan status updates, financing your home is shaping up to be easier than ever. If you're thinking now's the right time to buy, build, or refi your home, then think quick and easy home loans from America First. First, America First Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, equal housing and opportunity lender. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. 
Lisa Valentine Clark, talking about her new show on BYU Radio. Listen, there's a lot of information out there about how to make your life better. I hope to sift through a lot of it and find something that's useful. We all carry within us two or three specific stories that really define who we are. And being able to you know, draw back the curtain and hear those stories, I think, is invaluable. The Lisa Valentine Clark Show, weekdays at 9 Eastern. You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. By the end of the night, uh, total offense numbers were very close to one another. Utah State's 38 and BYU's three, uh, 388 and Utah and BYU's 361. But the scoreboard uh, tilted in Utah State's favor. 45-20 is our finals. The Ags win it in front of 58,000-plus here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake is with us in the broadcast booth. And Kalani, whether you get asked on the air or off the air, you've kind of given the same answer when it comes to positions on the team that uh, everything is a it's a season-long competition at every position and, and that no one has a job locked in. You've got to keep playing week by week, including practices, to keep your job where you want it to be. And I think tonight, because of the way the game went and because of how well Zach played when he came in, maybe the quarterback competition has been more visibly reopened. Um, can you speak to uh, what Zach brought when he did come in and where you think this position stands with uh, another extra day again to get ready for Hawaii. Are we back to a spot where guys are playing to start uh, the Hawaii game? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going to evaluate everything, like I mentioned before. And, and so uh, everything's open to it, you know. So the um, the competitions, I mean, we've, we've put a lot of guys on the field, and, and whether it's true freshmen, tight ends, or receivers, or um, linemen, I mean, we've – we played uh, quite a bit of guys because they've earned it, and so um, yeah, that's that's uh, the thought now is evaluate everything again, and and as we get closer to the uh, the you know mid we're mid season right now, and uh, really no one is a um, a newcomer anymore. There's guys have practiced long enough and played long enough and under the scheme that really the competitions could be open in every every position and um, being able to. But the guys out there, it's, it's going to be our our job as we we evaluate that. But uh, I was proud of what Zach did when he came in, and and the other freshmen that played, and other guys that came. We had Tanner Jacobson played a lot of reps at safety, and Sawyer Powell. And those guys came in and did some good things, you know. So um, really, every position is going to be evaluated again, and and we have to do that in order to get the best guys out there and also get our depth better. We've had some injuries, and that's just part of the game. But uh, yeah, as we get closer to that, I'm I'm going to really look at this film and. And uh, from every position, we'll, we'll see what we can do um, and, and improve and give our guys a better chance to win next week. Even though the game was late and you were down big, you didn't put Zach in the game to hand off. You put him in the game to throw and make plays, and that's what he did. He threw and he made plays, including a 26-yard run, which was the longest play of the night on the ground for BYU. The next longest run was five yards. So clearly Zach has a gift that way. Does he do enough um, to where he becomes a viable option for you because of the things he does that are different? Um, it's just, it, I have a lot of confidence in him, and I have a lot of confidence in, in a lot of our players in every position. So um, the answer is the talent is there, and yes, everything could, anything could happen. So uh, I'm, I'm open to all of it, you know, and, and as we uh, get closer to, to the game, I'll probably have more to tell you next week. But um, I'm anxious to get these guys, and there's a sense of urgency to get our guys out there competing and, and put them in a position where, um, the decisions need to be made on, on every position on who the best guys are to start the game 
and then who the best guys are to continue and who has a role and at what role can we play everybody in every position. And I know we're talking about the quarterback, but that's it. I'm, I'm talking generally about every position that, that, that we have, all 11 guys. One of the things that did happen tonight was on that uh, your first scoring drive, uh, everything seems like you've been playing in this umbrella that everything, you know, every, the defense is just pushing you in and in and in. And finally, you made a couple of completions over the middle, uh, broke everything up, threw a couple of long balls, got them to back off a little bit. And in doing so, it seemed to kind of open up the pass game a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think the um, defensively they did a good job at, at, at keeping the run game at bay and, and – you know, we, we didn't help ourselves with Squally getting banged up yeah. and, and getting knocked out of there. So, the um, and yeah, we just couldn't really get anything generated with that with the run game like we've done in the past, yeah. in in prior weeks. And so, um, whatever it takes. I mean, we we feel like we can do a lot of different things offensively to help us score and get better position. I'm not, I I believe in just doing whatever is best for our team. And so, um, if that means opening it up more and throwing more, then we, we can do that. We we've talked about. There's going to be games that we can throw more, and there's going to be games that we can run more, and, and all I care about is getting the win. So when you talk about scheme and, and offense, defense, and special teams, all I care about is winning, and whatever gets us the best chance to get the most points on the board, keep the points off for our defense, and special teams, you know, kicking field goals, punt, get yeah. field position. That's all I care about, and that's that's my mindset going into this weekend. And that's that consistency part because there are many times that uh... – Man, you're just ready. You're on the verge, ready to make the plays, and then the consistency on tonight uh, on offense. I'm talking uh, just weren't able to keep those drives going. It's been too many games that that's been the case. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure what we were on third downs, but that was disappointing too. Yeah. One so for nine. First half, it was. You ended up yeah. uh, on uh, one for nine. Yeah. Yeah, one for and nine. And just trying to find ways to win on first down and and defensively not give up so many yards on first down and, um, you know, I, I just I felt like the. Uh, uh, I keep going back to the tackling on defense. I think we gave them way too many extra plays yeah. uh, with a, with a lack of tackling, and that's something we got to fix in, in with the fundamentals and in practice. We're uh, we'll, we'll tackle in practice every day if we have to. That's just not going to happen again. Yeah, there were some times that the angle that they were taking just missed those quick kids, but I think their speed was elusive. Yeah, and they're, they're a good team. I mean, like I said I think they they have the possibility of having a great season. Um, and and they played like a, a great team yeah, today yeah. tonight. Not not saying that uh, we that we couldn't do anything about it. We just didn't help ourselves with the lack of fundamentals and technique. And I keep coming back. That's my job. I'm I'm the coach. So um, yeah, I'm gonna evaluate everything and then figure this thing out. Not every catch to make is an easy catch, but man, there were drops out there tonight that I wouldn't have yeah. expected from your guys. It seemed as the game went along, it was like more drops. Yeah, all that's concerning to me, and, and, and um, yeah, so as we evaluate it all, that's going to keep coming back to everything. Yeah, uh, before the game, we talked, I think it was off the air, about the turnovers, and you were minus six in the margin last year in Logan, and that's tough to win at minus six, and even though it wasn't minus six, it was minus three, and they had no giveaways, and so if you go minus six, minus three, you're probably not going to win either of those games, and that's the way it turned out for you. Yeah, and I, be- I believe the um, one is a pick six, and then... The other was a real short field. Short field, 35 yards. I'm not sure what the last one was. I think it was midfield Tanner's, maybe. Tanner's uh, got yeah. sacked and lost the ball. And, so they, and they turned all three into touchdowns. Yeah, and that's uh, I mean, that's not going to help you. You know, we t- I talked about turnovers specifically with the team, with you, with everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, just the uh, – you just can't neglect that. You just can't sit there and say, say okay, well, that you know, we're, 
we won't turn the ball over. You have yeah. to work hard at not turning it over, and that that was frustrating. We we had the pick, and I think the other two were fumbles, right? And yeah. so um, I think it's down Holker's fumble, yeah. and also Tanner. Tanner. Yeah, yeah, so that's that's that cannot happen. And defensively, we didn't help ourselves either. We didn't make any plays uh, by creating any in chaos or any disruption or anything like that to, to get the turnovers. Well, you've had the emotional swings here in six games, uh, Kalani, from uh, a season opener to winning in Madison to the last couple of weeks that kind of feel like uh, uh, you're you know, kind of you know, bottoming out a little bit. And in terms of the recalibrating, getting back to where you want to be, do you see the potential for these guys to, to be the team you know they can be that you saw glimpses of in Madison there? <laughs> We're a talented team, and it's not working. That's my job as a head coach. We have to play better at home. That's my focus now. We, we have not played well at home. And um, this is Lavelle's house. We talk about protecting it. And it, it's important that our guys understand how how much that means to us and the fans and everyone. And we need to show better. And, and it makes it makes sense that we have a, a game at homecoming next week. So it's perfect timing. Homecoming against Hawaii. And um, it's a great time for us to show it now. So, uh, yeah, that's 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 all the focus is going to be on that and protecting this home and, and playing better at home. So I know what you're saying, Coach, is that uh, you come over here expecting it to all come together tonight, and here we go. It's game day. You show up, and it's game day, and you got to get out there and get it all done, and you expect it to happen the same way that you see it in practice. And so next week you're going to look at that same situation and say, this is the week that it's going to go. Yeah, I sound like a broken record right now, but things have to, have to be different uh, if we're going to get things yeah. better. So um, – Whatever it takes to win at home, we're going to do that and find a way to, to make that work next week. Uh, our fans deserve better. Are you of the belief, Kalani, last thing for you, that you've got to get to a certain point before you can really move up from that point? And do you think you've reached it with these guys? Did, 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 is something really going to sink through to these guys, do you think? Or I hope so. I mean, because we, we talked about it in the locker room that it's just missed. We were letting opportunities go by of these games and not playing our best. And, yeah. and I can live with it if we're – if we just get beat, that's okay. If we played our best and, and they still beat us tonight, then I can live with it. But but the the what ifs is just way too many times, and um, that's just you know we we haven't played great quarters. We haven't even played good back to back quarters enough, you know, to give us a chance. And um, the sense of urgency has really got to take place this week, yeah. and it's just it, it all the little things. Everything matters now, and that's. It's gonna be the focus, and then I, I, if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna expect it from our players, and as a head coach, I need to do it myself too. I'm confident it's gonna happen. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's we're gonna get, we're gonna get it done. All right. Well, it. Uh, best wishes in the process as you get these guys back to where you you want them to be and need them to be. And uh, again, you're at the halfway point. It's uh, it, it's six of twelve, and you've played six, and you've got a pretty good sense of both the good and the bad. And, and hopefully, there's more good than bad remaining in this team because there are still some goals to reach, right? I believe so, and we have a great talent on the team. Just need to get consistent uh, as as a group, and uh, score a lot of points, and stop people from scoring, and play sound football. And that's uh, going back right back to the fundamentals, and um, yeah, and evaluate everything, and 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 uh, make the decisions that need to be made, and um, and that that's what we're going to go with. Yeah. Okay, we'll see you next week, coach. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, Kalani Sitake, and we.